0: Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. Today is our 41st episode of Season 1, and I just wanted to note that because it's the last episode of Season 1. Starting next week, we'll be into Season 2, and as I mentioned last week... We have a brand new cover art and title for Season 2. It's Building Your Best Career. If you haven't already noticed on your podcast listening service, you'll see that the cover art has changed. And in response to some feedback that I got that... Perhaps it would be easier for folks to be able to find the podcast if they didn't know about it already would be to make sure that it had a little bit more to do with what it is that we talk about each week and totally makes sense to me. seems like a no brainer now that it was suggested. So we're going to rework things and season two will be under building your best career. You should be able to still search it by Kelly Featheringham and you can always search it by building your best career. As I mentioned last week, I'm hoping that starting next week, your subscription, if you subscribe to the podcast, should just automatically move over. I'm being told that it should, but as sometimes these things happen, it may be a little bit glitchy, so you might have to just research or resubscribe. Maybe you'll get the first episode, but you're not in there for the subscriptions. But please keep listening. We've got all kinds of fun stuff planned for season two. I'm hoping to get some of our listeners on here for some in-person interviews to talk about some big wins at work or some big challenges or things they're concerned about. And we're going to be doing some online training. I've got a free workshop coming out next Thursday, January 9th that you can go over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and sign up to get all the information for that. So it'll be a one-hour online free training and a bunch of different things that we'll be doing next year. So I'm super excited. I really appreciate all of your support and feedback and the listening and anybody who's gone on and giving us some stars through the ratings. Help us move up through the, the ranks there on, on iTunes so that it becomes easier and easier for folks to find us. So with that, we'll jump into our 41st episode, and today, as you saw in the title, we're going to be talking about resolutions. And I thought the the title was a little bit cheeky because I used to love that song by Tracy Chapman, that run, 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 run thing right in the middle of it was a lot of fun to sing in your car, either very, very elegantly, or if it was with me, then no one else would want to be in the car to listen to me shouting at the radio, but... Again, a great song. I thought it was a a good play on that. And given that we're coming up on the end of the year, and everywhere you turn, everyone's talking about resolutions. It's all over the internet. It's all over the newspapers. It's all over the news services and social media. Everybody's talking about resolutions. Resolutions. I will say that I was finding this weekend that all of the coverage I was hearing about it was really not necessarily very positive, and there was a lot of negativity in all of the reasons why resolutions fail and why you shouldn't set them and and how they're not going to work. And if you're going to do it, then maybe only do one or maybe do small ones or or don't do more than three and keep them really simple. I guess I kind of think that that's starting your year off on the wrong foot if you're already telling yourself that there's all of these things that you're not going to be able to do, right? I get it. I get what they're saying and I get that, you know, you certainly don't want to set yourself up by failure by thinking that you're going to revolutionize your life completely and then a month later you're not going to see any results. There's a really great quote from Zig Ziglar that I love. And I think that this is the perfect time of year to really take it to heart. And he says that a goal without a plan is just a wish. And when you think about that, a goal without a plan is just a wish. It's so true. I mean, we all have so many different wishes and things that we wish could be different. Heck, every morning, right? I wish I could be taller, shorter, skinnier smarter, prettier, younger, all of those different things that we all go through every morning when we look in the mirror. If we're thinking about our list of things we wanna do for the upcoming year, to just wish these things, I wish I could make more money, I wish I could have a new job, I wish I had a better boss, I wish I had a different degree, I wish I worked somewhere else, I wish I could get a transfer. Sure, there's lots of things that you can wish for, But why not develop a plan to achieve these things? The first time I heard that quote, I thought it seemed so obvious, right? Well, duh, of course you need a plan to get things done. But we all make those little wishes all the time. But at the same time, we also make a lot of goals with plans, I think often without even realizing it. Think about... I want to save $100. Okay, how are you going to save $100? The very next question is how. Are you going to cut back on something that you don't need? Maybe you're not going to eat out once a week, or you're not going to go to the movies three times a month, or you're going to cut back on a streaming service that you don't usually use. Perhaps you're going to adjust your gym membership, or you're not going to go shopping every Friday, whatever it may be. You're going to make a plan. If you need to save $100 to do something with it, you make a plan on how to put that money away to reduce your spending, perhaps pick up a part-time job to increase your earning, whatever it may be. The first logical step you make when you say something like that is, this is how I'm gonna get it done. You decide to have friends over for dinner, for a birthday party, a dinner party, something like that. How is that gonna happen? who's going to come, when are you going to do it, what are you going to serve, when are you going to cook the food, are you going to cook the food, are you going to order the food, how are you going to have them over, what is the plan? We make so many decisions every day and we make a plan and I think it's interesting that when it comes to planning something big, That's very important to us. Obviously, it's important because I know myself, there are several things that I plan every single year and it's a grind to make sure that I stick to it. And oftentimes, I don't. And then you have to get back to it. You have to refocus and make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing to get it done. And the more purposeful we are with creating our plan to achieve our goals, the more successful we're going to be. So let's look at this from a career perspective. I'm sure there's lots of us out there that are thinking this year, I want to get a new job. Okay, how? How are you going to get a new job in the new year? What is your plan? Are you going to apply to positions every week? Are you going to update your resume? Are you going to actively set aside time to look for positions? Are you going to plan to network? How often are you going to network? How are you going to hold yourself accountable to the goal that you have set? The first thing you can do is write it down. They often say that if you write things down, it solidifies them a little bit more I'm a firm believer in this. If you could see my desk, I've got several notebooks, two calendars, I do things on the computer, I do things on paper, I write things down all the time. I always feel like things are not necessarily cemented in stone, but I definitely feel like once I've written something down on a piece of paper, I'm committed to it. The, the, the level of commitment is so much higher there because it's, it's out there in the universe. Telling somebody is also a really good way to do it. Talk to your spouse, talk to your family, talk to your best friend, talk to your roommate, talk to your dog. Tell somebody what your goal is because, again, it provides a level of accountability that you are going to feel a little bit more like you need to get this done because you, you've you put it out there in the universe. I've said that I'm going to do it now. Now I kind of have to figure out how I'm going to do it and do it. Not to mention the fact that it will be interesting to see how many people you talk to about whatever this goal is that you're looking at who will ask you, well, how are you going to do that? Tell me about your plan. Those are people that are thinking along the same ways that in order to achieve your goal, you have to have a plan. That's a really good person to bounce ideas off of and say, well, you know, this is what I was thinking. What do you think? Do you have any suggestions? Because they will help you formulate your plan to achieve your goal. Now I will say that completely re-engineering your life from top to bottom as of January 1st is probably not a stellar plan. And here I am going into that vat that of negativity with other folks now that I, I, I was mocking earlier in the episode, but I am gonna say that one thing that I found helpful in one of the articles that I read that I really enjoyed was talking about phasing things in. And simply because when I talk about doing our three-year or five-year or a long-term strategy for our career, I find it most successful if we don't do everything at once because you just don't have the bandwidth. Why set yourself up for failure by trying to fit in 50 more hours a week that you don't have. I'm sure I talked about this on the podcast early on in the beginning when I first started my own business. I had dreams of grandeur about all of the things I was going to get done in a day. It was amazing. My life was going to be revolutionized. I was going to get 40 hours of work done in two days. I was going to be able to have every closet in my house cleaned, every drawer, all the laundry. I mean, I was gonna be mowing the lawn, power washing the house. It's amazing the things I was gonna get done in literally my, my first three weeks. And about two weeks in, I looked at the list and couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. I was working from home now. I was supposed to have all this time. But what I failed to consider was the fact that I was still working. I was still working 40 hours a week. In fact, I was working 60 hours a week because I was starting something. and There was a lot of work to be done. I had a lot of lists of things. So trying to add in all of those other things like laundry and house cleaning and closet cleaning and lawn mowing, those fell by the wayside because I was focusing on my goals in building a business. Those things couldn't fit in at that time. Now, Over the years, I've managed to adjust that schedule. You kind of find a balance, and you're able to fit other things in once you kind of get your feet under you and you have some kind of routine. Setting up yourself for the next year and developing your goals for the year is kind of the same way. You can't decide on January 1st that you're going to do all of these wonderful things on January 1st. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean we suddenly got... 20 extra hours in a day. So if you are trying to set a plan for what you wanna do, like I said, if we're talking about finding a new job, right, create a plan for yourself to help yourself be successful. Create a plan, write it down. I like to start with a list. I know, shocker to most of you, right? I'm a list junkie, but start with a list. Make the list of the resolutions that you want for the year, the goals that you want for the year. Make a list of the things you really want to get done. Prioritize them. What's the most important? What's the most urgent? Figure out what the plan is to achieve each of those goals. Then take a look at your calendar. Take a look at your schedule. Write it all down and look at it and say, you know, I can fit in 15 minutes a night to do things on LinkedIn so that I can be upping my networking. I can set aside an hour on Saturday mornings to apply to applications that I find online. I can set aside 30 minutes on Monday nights to stop by somewhere that I can do some networking with folks that I I used to work with. Take a look at your whole schedule and figure it out and put it on the calendar. Set reminders. Mark it on your calendar. Block the time so that you'll actually follow through and do it. You'll get reminders on your phone. You'll get reminders on your desk, wherever it is that you keep your calendar, if you write it down, however you keep it. But set yourself up a schedule so that you can achieve the goals that you are setting for yourself. Give yourself periods of time to check back in and check your progress, maybe at the end of each month. Set yourself a list of a few goals that you want to achieve by the end of that month. I want to have met three new people. I want to have applied to 10 new jobs. I want to have signed up for classes. Whatever it may be, make yourself a list and put them in your calendar so that you have to go back and check and say, look, I didn't do that. I got to do it next month. I got this done. I can mark it off. If you don't get it done, by your deadline. Don't throw it out the window, re-establish a goal. You know what? I did three out of four things. I fell down on the fourth one, but I got three things done. So I'm going to reapply that to the calendar for the next month. I'm going to set a new goal and I'm going to achieve that one. I find that the key here is to pick yourself back up if you don't meet each and every milestone. Right. So if you set yourself five goals for the month and you only get three of them done or two of them done or four of them done or even one of them done, move it to the next calendar month, figure out perhaps maybe you were being too ambitious, perhaps you weren't being strict enough with yourself and taking the time, but course correct, reevaluate and keep moving forward, but keep moving those things forward with you if they're still important to you, find time and Continue to follow your plan. I find that sometimes, you know, when we miss a milestone or a goal that we set for ourselves, then the temptation is to kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, as they say, right? I was going to lose 10 pounds this month. I only lost five. Forget it. I'm done now. No. Start back up again. Every day is a new day, and you have the opportunity to start fresh each and every day. I've been learning to play golf. And I stink at it, but one of the things that everybody keeps telling me is the beauty of golf is each hole is a brand new game. You're just playing against yourself. Each hole is a brand new game. And every time I have a bad hole, I roll my eyes and I listen to this bit of advice and I want to throw the clubs into the woods. But if I'm focused and I'm paying attention and I don't allow my temper to get the best of me and I don't get frustrated and I think about what I did wrong the last time and how I can course correct for the next time. A lot of times I do better the next hole. Now, that's not to say that the one after that, I don't mess up that one too because I'm still learning and I'm trying to figure it out. When we set goals for ourselves, it's the same thing. Set a goal, make a plan, follow through on your plan, If for whatever reason, when you get to your check-in point, you haven't completed everything, reevaluate it, try to figure out what went wrong, how you can course correct, and do better the next month. I promise when you get to the end of the month and you've completed your goals, even if it took you longer than planned and you had to course correct and do things differently for a next month or a third month or a fourth month. When you get to the end of that period and you actually complete that goal, it will be well worth having taken the time to reincorporate it back into your plan because you'll have that sense of accomplishment that you recognize that it wasn't as easy as you thought it was going to be when you first started off. But you know what? Sometimes that almost makes the objective so much more rewarding because we know that we had to give our all. We know we had to go a little bit above and beyond what we even expected for ourselves to meet that goal. So don't be afraid to set some resolutions, but I encourage you to set some goals and set some goals with a plan so that they're not wishes, as Zig Ziglar said. And I wish you all the best of luck for the new year. I'm looking forward to being back here next week under our new season two title, building your best career, please go ahead and stop by the podcast store and give us some ratings. As I mentioned, if you give uh, stars to the podcast, that helps move us up in the rankings. And then that way more and more people can find us. And I hope that you have a really great new year. All right. So thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to NotYourOrdinaryGirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one.